Watching the Ocho. Otherwise, Le Champion, The Wizard, he, the reinvention. Oh, what was it? Lionheart. He's there for, there for, went back to that for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think the whole wizard thing is funny. Oh, yeah. The wizard was great for a little bit, but yeah. Anyway, so, hey, what's going on? Not too much. All right, are we recording? Yes, we were recording. We're live. All See, right. We were, it's been a crazy day because Madeline had a cross country meet mm-hmm. in Bowling Green, Missouri. Oh, so okay. we drove an hour, watched her run for 15 minutes, talked to her for a few minutes, drove an hour mm-hmm. back. <laughs> but did she ride back with her team on the bus or something like that? Yeah, she did. So I was actually, I just got back from picking her up. Well, okay. Yeah. The things you do for your children. Right? I know. <laughs> I've traveled this week alone, I've traveled four hours to watch her run 15 minutes each time. <laughs> just Next time, just like, can you just like, like record yourself running and then I'll watch you. <laughs> so uh, Tuesdays is in Mexico, Missouri. So that's another hour. That's hour, 15 minutes, but I'm not going to that one. Cause I have a golf tournament that day. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have something going on. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I I would be there otherwise. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just teasing you. That's all. So, uh, let's see. So you got you're running around everywhere with kids like normal. Um, anything else big happened while we were uh, we took? A, I think well, we took a week off. I think. Yeah. Uh, no, no, nothing too much. Um, okay. I got a little scenario to run past you though. Oh well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna update you on something that I had okay. to. If you had to guess, if something was going to go wrong in my life. What would you guess went wrong in my life? A uh, car problem. Hey, look at you. You're good at what you do. <laughs> <laughs> so my uh, my wife's brother came in town. Uh, he actually is picking up a car from her dad, and he's driving it back out to Maryland. So he brought his trailer in. He's in town. And uh, I was telling him about a problem with uh, the old Jeep that we have. Uh, front. It's... Uh, her mom's old Jeep Wrangler, or not Wrangler, uh, Grand Cherokee, and uh, it's got what's called the death wobble. Did I ever tell you about this issue? No, I don't think so. Yeah, this it's called the death wobble, and it's it's a known issue with Jeeps, any Jeep. It doesn't matter, you know, what, what model, but it just makes your car shake violently for no reason. And so we were running into that issue. It was like I thought at one point I blew all my tires all at once. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what did I drive over? Because the car was just shaking violently. And it wasn't that the tires were fine. And I've run into it a few times and uh, did some research, found out that's what it was. And it's basically a stabilizer link that goes between the two front tires so that when the car is shaking from side to side, the shock absorbs the shake and stops it from going back and forth a whole lot, which makes your whole box car <laughs> shake back and forth. So we replaced that. <laughs> and I hadn't driven the car in a long time. We just hadn't needed it. It's an extra car. It's basically the car we want to give to Brody at some point. Yeah. Uh, just because it's a great first car. It's from 1995, so the car is older than him by a lot. 
<laughs> but it still runs. It's made of steel, so it's like it's an old car that actually when they used to make them with actual steel. So yeah. if you if he were to get hit by somebody, the other car would do more damage than to him. And if he were to hit somebody, he'd be safer. And so we like that option of it. It's just it's like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get this thing to run. It's okay. like it's like driving a tank. A little bit, but you know, not too bad. It's yeah. a, it's this is a little Grand Cherokee, so it's not a huge it's a very small size SUV really. Yeah. And uh so we hadn't driven in a long time, so the battery was kind of weak on it. But we actually it fired up. It still fired up. Everything was fine with it. <laughs> and so we fixed that. And I'm like, well, I guess I need to drive it to see if it fixed it, right? So took it out on the road last night. We had a church meeting for uh, M at uh, a church up by us. And we took it on the road, drove there just fine. No problems. No death wobble, no nothing. Got there, did our thing. Started to drive back home. Had to drop off some tools at my other brother-in-law's house that I borrowed from him and get back out into a main road where on this road this is a death this is like a mad max fury road is what i call this kind of road that is because people drive on it it's a 35 mile an hour thing where if you're not going at least 65 to 70 miles an hour on this road it feels like you're going slow with these other people yeah they're trying to and they uh and this is a road that my son has to try to learn on where when he was driving on it someone used the turn lane the suicide lane as a passing lane that's the kind of driving we're talking about so stuff like that <laughs> so north county I on this road last night around you know eight something o'clock you know, eight, eight, eight ish or something like that so it's pitch black out though at this point in the summer or not even summer anymore because is it officially fall now i guess it's officially fall okay so in the fall dark out car just dies in the middle of the road Ooh. <laughs> it's just dies. like i can't even get i can't get to start nothing nothing i can do to get started i'm like what the hell <laughs> So I was able to get a good Samaritan to help me out, to push it to the side, to get it off the main road. It was low on gas, but it wasn't out of gas. I had a quarter tank left. Yeah. I was like, maybe the gauge is wrong. And it's just, it's an old car. The gauge could go wrong. Maybe I really am out of gas. I don't know. Put some extra gas in there. Get the fire up. I'm like, oh, hey, it's fired back up. Maybe it was just, I was out of gas and I've never had to deal with that before. I've never run out of gas before. Yeah. yeah. Run into. And so I get it back on the road. I go not but 500 feet and it dies again. <laughs> this time I'm pulling into someone's private drive. That's not a driveway, but it's a private drive, a gravel road. Yeah. And I'm just almost, I'm barely out of the road, but at least this time I'm out. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. So, and again, I put in very little gas. So then I went to the gas station got a full two gallons and put another two gallons. Maybe I was like, oh, maybe I just didn't put enough gas in it because it's whatever I had left over for the lawnmower. Right. I get the fire up again. It fires back up. I'm like, maybe that's what it was. This wasn't enough gas that I put in here. <laughs> I back out and it dies as I'm backing out into this busy oh road. It just dies. So luckily a different good Samaritan helps me push the car. <laughs> so at least it's not, I'm not blocking two lanes of traffic. I'm only blocking one lane of traffic. Yeah. In the middle of the night where I got the flashes on, but I'm not moving. And when these cars are coming as fast as they come, they're not expecting a dead car to be sitting in this lane. Right. At, at night, mind you. So you're driving up on it. So it's like, okay, this is about as dangerous as it gets. So I call the cops and I'm like, hey, I'm done this road. I don't feel safe, you know, with a car here. You're gonna, it's going to cause an accident. Luckily, the cops get there in no time and they're blo- they put a, their lights on. So at least from a distance, you can at least see these lights way better than my flashers, right? Right. And I have to get it towed. I get it towed home. And so bring it home. Can't get to start at all. Go out there this morning just going, just to see what my luck is does not start. So that's a good thing. So yeah. it wasn't just me and bad luck. <laughs> so 
So I charged the battery though this morning. I put on a trickle charge. I charge it like all day long. I go back out late in the day. Fires right up. Yeah. I tested the alternator. Doesn't seem to be alternator. So we'll see. Maybe it was just we hadn't driven it such a long time. It was the charge didn't last very long on the battery. I didn't drive very far, so maybe the alternator hit hadn't charged it up enough. So yeah. I'm hoping and praying that it's just that. But the sad part is when I put the cable back on the battery and you're tightening the bolt down, you know, and it has the screw part that comes through. Yeah. It's so old. It snapped right off. Oh. <laughs> so now I got to replace the battery terminal. Well, that's okay. That's not too that, That's an easy <laughs> fix. Jay, my life with cars. <laughs> What's funny is I didn't want to have to pay for a tow because tows aren't cheap. It wasn't a right. cheap thing. But I, but I know my dad has AAA. So I was like, ah, maybe he'll let me borrow his AAA. It's just a quick, cause I, Jay, yeah. I'm literally a half mile from the house. Yeah. And that's, that's all I am. Like, I wish I could have pushed it the whole way. I really, could, I really wish, but I know I couldn't do it. Not, especially if I had to go uphill. It's, it's too, like I said, it's a steel car. It's, it's not light. Right. So <laughs> I can't push it all the way home. <laughs> I get it towed. It's one, it's like, his, like the guy that I told me, he was like, he's like, this is the easiest job I'm going to have all night. Cause it, it wasn't far at all, but I needed right. to get it out, out of the main road. Right. So, yeah, it's just, uh, but yeah, no, my dad's like, no, AAA is not going to work like that because your car's not listed on my account or whatever. He's, he's just like, I'm not there. You don't have the car. They might want that. And I was like, you know what? Just, I just want this night to be over. Yeah. I'm paying whatever it costs now to, for the night to be over. Just get me off this road. Hey, thanks a lot, Marty. Right. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can change the battery. Then we'll see if it's ready to roll. Yeah. I'm just so, dude, I'm just so done. <laughs> And then the tow truck driver, nice guy, nicest guy ever, but horrible BO. <laughs> well, of course, he's so probably sitting in that truck for eight to ten hours nonstop. <laughs> I know, right? So, but what's so funny is that he has like two air fresheners in that cab. So I'm like, at least he knows. <laughs> I guess it's just from the work he does. I guess, I, right? Did the BO smell like Mountain Dew and fungos? Exactly right. <laughs> he did tell me about his tra- that he lives in a trailer park with seven lots, so he could have all of his cars. But but none of his cars are were built before nineteen seven or were not built after nineteen seventy six. I was like, do any of them run? He goes, they start. And I was like, but do they run? He goes, they start. <laughs> I was like, okay, dude, you have your life. You do what you need to do, man. <laughs> You're like, I feel your pain. Oh, dude. No, <laughs> half my battles, Jays, just get these stupid things to start half the time. Yeah. So, I thought I'd share my, my most recent adventure in having car ownership in my world. <laughs> it's it's going to blow you away. Your, your mind is going to just completely explode one day when I tell you, hey, we got a new, brand new car. You're going to be like, no, you did not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. So, yeah, last night was pretty stressful. I, pretty stressful. I bet. Yeah, so, but that's it. Other than that, just normal kid stuff, like you said. Oh, kids always got stuff going on. So. Oh, yeah. But that's, I will I won't bore you with any more of those lousy details, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, you said you have a very interesting topic you've been anxious to, uh, you know, share with me. You're, yeah. bite, you're biting at the bit, so what you got? Well, first off, we'll go into the beer. I got, uh... oh, yeah, sorry. So, oh, our award-winning podcast yes. needs to always talk about the beer. Do yes, need we need beer? to. Hold on. You, you talk, I'm going to go grab something. Okay. So um, I've actually got two here. The first one is Heavy Rift Brewing's Squeeze Box, named after the Who song. Uh, it's an American wheat ale with lemon, uh, 4.8%. Uh, they're in St. Louis. So this one, it's not bad. It's not my favorite. I'm not a big wheat style guy. And then the other one I have is a Schlafly Oktoberfest. It's uh, a Marzen Ale, Amber Lager, 
uh, 5.5%, and also brewed in St. Louis. Um, what, what was the brewery again? I'm sorry. Um, the first one was uh, Heavy Rift Brewing in St. Louis. Yeah, I heard that one. And then this yeah. one is a, a Schlafly Oktoberfest. Oh, Schlafly. Oh, just Oktoberfest. Okay, yeah, I've yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's probably one of the best Oktoberfest we can get here. I went and grabbed something. We've already done it on the podcast before, but I just grabbed because I have I don't have anything new. I need to find something new to talk about, I guess. But I just went and grabbed a uh, left hand brewing uh, peanut butter milk stout, six point two. Oh, oh, that that wasn't as good as the uh, four hands one. Yeah, no, no, the uh, was the one I like. Uh, uh, absence of light. Yeah, I have one of those. I just have more of these, and the reason why I have more of these is because because they're like not as good. <laughs> but I figure I gotta get rid of it. So. Yeah. All right, so over the weekend, we were upstairs watching TV, and Madeline came up real upset, and she's like, I got this text. So they have a youth group text thread, and one of the boys on it shared a picture of his girlfriend. Just a headshot, Mm -hmm. um, nothing racy or anything, and he's like, hey, this is my girlfriend. And the first reply was, nah, N-A-H, and then the next reply was someone totally different, and he put, bro, you screenshotted that. And then so it goes back to the the previous texter, and they said, he, he, nah, pass. And Malin was really upset about that because it was objectifying this girl that he didn't know. And so she called him on it, and she's like, hey, you know this is a real person, right? And he's like, yeah, I don't care. So it got me wondering, what would you do in that situation as the parent of the offended child? Okay. For, of, I mean, it's not cool what he did. I totally get that. So, so he just grabbed, a, he just screenshot something from like the internet? No, just no, like, no. This was apparently his girlfriend. Someone so else. A real, someone else. A real person. Yeah. That he knows, like he, it's not someone that he just said is his girlfriend, but it's not really his girlfriend. Not that we know of. I mean, okay, okay, and so, so she was offended there's, about. There's two other guys. There's two other guys that are trying to say nah, pass or something like that. And then so your daughter was upset because they were they were giving their opinion about how they thought on the girl's looks or whatever. Yeah, they, without so knowing anything about her and knowing it's one of their friends' girlfriends. Oh, okay. Well, um. I, I get where she's coming from. I guess what I would do is go, yeah, I know you're not wrong. You, it's We're trying as a society to uh, not be so shallow is the best word I'll use for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when it comes to, you know, judging other people's looks or their physical beauty or anything like that. We're trying to, you're doing the right thing in regards to, hey, we, we care about the whole person. And just because, and everyone's different. I would say, hey, what I find attractive in one person, you might not find attractive in another person. Yeah. And um, I think part of it too is she was just upset that he just looked and said, no, nah, pass. Yeah. Well, not, not even knowing that, the person. That turns into an easy conversation that you're, you're dealing with teenagers that are trying to impress one another and they're yeah. trying to do the one. Up. It's one upmanship. Um, that's very common and customary in American teenage culture. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's a matter of <laughs> the, the, it's it's the busting balls. It's, I know that's not the term you'd use with your daughter, but between you and I, it'd be like you and I busting balls on one another. You know? Uh, yeah, and, but I did bring up the fact, like Aaron asked, "Would you do that?" And I said, "No," 
But I would have been the guy saying, "Oh, it's a screenshot." Oh, that, saying, I was saying that that's not even that's just someone that's not even your girlfriend. You don't have a girlfriend because you couldn't even get a girlfriend because right. you're just too stupid, ugly, blah blah blah. Yeah, that's where, of course, because you and I think alike in regards to we're just two. Let's say we're teenagers, we'd be acting like teenagers and we'd be like, because basically what it is, it's an insecurity on the kid that said, "Nah, it's a matter of well, I don't even have a girlfriend." He's he he's looking weak that way. He doesn't want to look weak by one not having a girlfriend. And then he wants to belittle someone. He wants to belittle someone else to make himself feel superior or feel better. And it's a defense mechanism. And it's also he's just trying to be cool in front of other people. Yeah, that's really all it is. It's a, it's a big show, and that's a big deal. That's just what teenage. And that's the I'd say everything I'm saying to you, I'd say to my own daughter. Yeah. And I just go, this is just it's common customary. It's I, if you're upset, I you're allowed to have your feelings. Please have your feelings. We're trying to raise you to not be judgmental like that. Yeah. Um, but also, if you want to take it from another perspective, it's I would also go, but that doesn't mean that you still can't voice your, you, you should probably be nicer about it, you know, especially if he knows it really is his girlfriend or if it's if it was just a prank of some kind, just yeah. to go, hey, uh, look how hot of a girl I got. One, she probably is really pretty and the guy's just jealous. Or it's just a guy that, you know, if it's fake, you try to call the guy out for being fake and what, and you try to be like, Hey, why do you feel the need to have, if he needed attention, that's yeah. what I, I'm trying to get to that point. He so, just wants Cause otherwise why would unprovoked, why would you put that out there? Yeah. Your, your attention, your, your attention seeking. And there's issues behind that. Um, but I also don't want to shy people away from sharing opinions. Like you shouldn't feel that you can't share that. You could, if you could be polite about it, and and but I would probably do it in private, or I wouldn't have said anything in a group setting. I would have said, I just don't find that person attractive. Sorry, something like that. Yeah, you know? that's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So here's the wrinkle: the one mm-hmm. she got mad at about it was her cousin. So she she called him, and said, "Look, you're being a jerk. This this is Tatum's." girlfriend i probably shouldn't use names but um she's like this is his girlfriend it's a real person and you just totally objectified her and Mm -hmm. he's like uh i don't he he said flat out well i don't care and she's like because he's a teenage kid and she's being way more she's she's being way more mature than he's he's not there yet right he might he might get there or he might just be a d-bag yeah you don't know especially with teenagers i i always take with a grain of salt that these kids brains are still developing yeah and they're still learning how to be a good person (laughs) you know yep and some kids are just ahead of other kids about how to act you know how to act appropriately at least have a lot of people and this is where you should start learning is when you're teenagers just having tact it's called reading the room right i tell i tell my son all the time bro you gotta learn how to read the room in regards to you know sometimes if you want to be brutally you know bluntly honest, read the room first because maybe yep. that's not needed at this point in time. You well, need to be more sympathetic, and maybe sometimes the best thing, excuse me, to say it all is not to say anything. Right. <laughs> you know. And and so, so here's the other thing. So when she talked to him and he finally like, uh, well, I'll apologize. I was joking. I'm yeah, like, see. yeah, you can joke in text, yeah. but sarcasm like that doesn't come across. That's. And that's the, and that was a lesson I pointed that? out. Yeah. yeah, that's misreading emails. Well, there's a skit. Do you ever see the Key and Peele skit? It's a hilarious skit. I Super probably fun. have. It's a skit where it's two guys basically misinterpreting each other's text, just like you're talking about. Where yeah. the guy goes, you know, do you want? The guy's like, well, do you want to go hang out? 
and he sa- he subs- says something back that could be misinterpreted yeah. the wrong way. And he go and he's just like the the one guy saying, "Yeah, I, I could go out, sure, why not?" And the other, but that's how it's coming across from him. Yeah. But then Key is like, "Oh, this mf'er, you know." Yeah. <laughs> it's just like he's being real rude to me. You'll have to look it up. It's a hilarious skit. I All wish right. I could do it better, but I'm not doing it any justice other than to tell you there's. It's probably appropriate for her to watch. Yeah. She's a teenager. She's a teenager now, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't think there's anything on there because it was, it was on Comedy Central at some point. She, she she's able to watch it. Yeah. Have her watch it and go, hey, I think this is something that you need to see that kind of explains it in a different way, in a different light that she yeah. might actually find funny to go, okay, I kind of get it where when you text or email versus put, you know, the inflections in your voice and hear and sincerity in your voice. Yeah. That makes a difference. And I think her generation for sure, they're losing that. Because they're losing they're losing the ability to have true human emotion, <laughs> true human emotions in some ways. Yeah. About how to connect with each other. Cause you've told me the story thousands of times where you go to a family event and they'll be texting each other, sitting right next to each other or something yep. like that versus having that conversation where me, I force my, my, like I force my son, my nephews and my nieces. We talk on the phone. I'll text them sometimes, but for the most part, I'm like, no, we need to talk so you can hear me yeah. about certain things. So you can hear how sincere I am about something, how serious or how not serious, you know, stuff like that. That yeah. makes a big difference. Yes, it so does. These group, this turn, this is the whole different generation for where that internet bullying goes on and all that crap where we didn't have to deal with that. It, it's, and it's, I would, I would point that out to her just go, Hey, this is something different for your generation than me and your mom had to deal with. Yeah. If you're going to bully someone, you bullet them to their face. And now that you have the keyboard gangsters out there, they can just hide. Yep. It makes a difference where they they can get away. They feel like they can get away with a lot more versus back in our day. If you're going to bully someone, you had to do it right to their face, and then yeah. you had to worry about the you had to worry about the real life right now consequences of that. Or if you push someone too far, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna regret that you did that. Yep. But now with the internet bullying, it turns into the back and forth, which nothing gets resolved, and parents get upset, and well, my kid's perfect, and your kid, you know, stuff like that. Right. It's just utter nonsense. So Aaron's like, would you ever do this? I'm like, no, I'd be the guy calling, like, I, I specifically brought up Toner. I'm yeah. like, no, I'd probably make fun of Toner and do the same thing of saying, oh, that's a screenshot. If he sent us a picture like that. Yeah, um, yeah well, it's, it's, so it's also different because you're harassing this person you don't know just based off their looks versus harassing a friend. Yeah, so. which I and I would I don't understand the context enough of the group yeah. to know where if the group is tight enough where you know how we have our text group yeah that we're all tight enough to know that no one's being serious like no right. one would seriously call out someone 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 would have to be pretty unbalanced that day to go hey your wife is ugly no one would do that right <laughs> even if you didn't find the other person you just know this is my good friend I would never say that to them no right. matter what I thought. But also, it plays into the point of making sure you're choosing your friends right. <laughs> you yep. know, who do you want really want in your social circle? Do you really want that person there? Or are they there just because of circumstances that you're part of a really big group and you kind of have to tolerate that person because, you know, it's just part of a larger group versus when you keep your social circle small, you miss out on having tons of friends, but you know that small that small knit group is going to be there for you in, in a manner that you can accept. Yeah. <laughs> And when someone's joking, you uh, you obviously know they're joking. Where she obviously didn't know that person was joking, even though it's a bad joke. Yeah. Well, it, it, he I, might just he 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 wasn't expecting to have someone stand up 
and put him in his place. That's there, the other part. There's that, but I don't think he meant it as a joke. I think he was being serious. He has a history of saying what you want to hear to try to get out of confrontation. Get a reaction. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so that's the difference. Again, that's the difference where he has no tact. Yeah. <laughs> that goes back to what we were saying, where that generation, I think, lacks a lot of it. I think they also lack a lot of empathy. Yep. And I think that just comes from not having face-to-face close relationships. I really do. Where they're the gen- they're the COVID generation now, where they lost a lot of face-to-face. You know. Yeah. The, pho- the phones, the communication—it's a different world, man. It really is. And you know, I don't know. I, I don't think I- if you'd ask me, have I ever done that before? I don't know. I think I, I <laughs> I've never been put in that situation to have to say something like that. Or if I did, I knew well enough to go. Everyone has their own taste, man. Right. <laughs> to each their own, right? Yeah. And well, that's awesome that you guys had that turned into a great exercise as far as being able to discuss a lot of different topics with your kids. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and I mean I, I love that stuff. Will doesn't have a phone, but he heard overheard the whole conversation. So me and him later had to talk about yeah. don't don't be a dick like this. Yeah. <laughs> I've had I've t- now that my son's old enough, I, I use terms like that. As I had to tell him, I go straight up told him yesterday. Because he's just, he's been a teenager. You know how they get moody sometimes. Yeah. And you just have to run, run with that. But, uh, oh, you got a lot worse than I do right now. That's for damn sure. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> a female teenager versus a male teenager. Two, two different moods. Two of them. But, uh, and I just go, dude, you're being a dick to your mom right now. Straight up. That's a verbatim what I said to him. And he just goes, what? I'm like, you may not realize it. But you're being a dick to your mom. You need to be a little more sensitive and kind to the woman that loves you more than anything in the world, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "Well, I was," and he didn't really, you know, it's yeah. just him. And I'm just like, he's, I was like, "Just say you're sorry," you know, stuff like that. And yep. I'm like, hey, a genuine, sincere sorry goes a long way, dude. And stop having conversations <laughs> like that. It's, it's easier now when they get closer to adulthood. It's easier to be a lot more open and honest about communication yeah. <laughs> in a certain ways, you know, they come across a lot more powerfully. Yep. But yeah. But with Will being as young as he is, it's good though. You gotta have this conversation. It's tough. It's hard when they're young though. Cause yeah. I'll be like, Hey, what I'm saying, right. I'd say this a lot. I don't know if you do tell me if you do. I say it a lot where I go, this may not make sense, a whole lot of sense right now, but someday it will. Oh yeah. I say that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a matter of hopefully you have, you have opportunities to, either reflect on it or have something similar happen where you can go, Hey, remember that one time we had that talk or you just keep reiterating the same sayings over and over and they yep. kind of eventually, you know, catch hold of it. And, and I tell them, look, I'm not trying to be a jerk to you. I'm just trying to make you into a better person. So when you're an adult, you'll understand everything I'm doing. Yeah. yeah Cause I've, I've also told myself, <laughs> it's funny enough. It's easier. It's, I think it's easier with sons. It's just, it is easier to be honest with you. It really, really is. Cause it's, I, I get to tell him, one of my jobs as your dad is to make sure you don't turn out to be a jerk, you know, is to make sure you turn out to be a gentleman. That's if I haven't done that, I failed, you know, you failed a little bit, but I really failed. (laughs) So, you know, saying stuff like that, which I don't remember my dad ever doing that, having that kind of conversation or saying it that way. Yeah. Um, It's just a lot. It's generations are different, man. We are evolving as a species for sure. We really yeah. are on the fly. Yeah, I, wonder if it's, I wonder if it's like that because we're getting worse and worse as a species <laughs> and the ones that are really trying to not be horrible or having to try way harder these days. Yeah. And you end up coming off like the worst parent in the world. Well, you just don't want to be embarrassed either. I mean, right. that's a true thing. I don't want to be embarrassed. I, 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 don't, I never am one to say, Hey, 
I don't want to be embarrassed. I I want to show people that I've been trying to raise you right. Yeah. <laughs> Whether that it takes, that's on you, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, but it's also not. I, I'm also. I think you and I are on the same page that I also don't live a Facebook life where I go. My life ain't perfect, dude. <laughs> I don't have pictures of amazing things happening all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we get down to nitty gritty, and we have a lot of ugly things happen. Where, like last night, was a great example. Where uh, M was in the car with me, so she's what seven years old, and yeah. I go, a car dying on you is something that happens, and it was, she said it was scary. I go, yeah, it was scary because of multiple reasons, but it also shows you that hey, life isn't perfect all the time, and you're gonna have, you have things that go wrong, and what's important is how you deal with them, is what's important, and so it was even a situation like that was important for a seven-year-old. Hopefully, she comprehends, and she just goes, when I get older, I'm going to make sure you have a great car, <laughs> and I was like, that's not what I'm trying to get, you know, teach you here, Kim. I appreciate the sentiment. Thank you. <laughs> you need to just dedicate your Facebook page to car problems. Car problems? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm sure there's, no, Jay, there's probably people out there who got way worse than I did. Oh, yeah. I just... I guess you get to share a lot of stories because we have so many old ones. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice one day to not have them, but you know, it, it's building character, hopefully. So to offset the good parenting, um, we sat down as a family and watched Deadpool last weekend. Oh God. <laughs> Did you fast forward to the, uh, the one scenes? We, yeah. The, that, the calendar sex scenes. And then yeah. when she was working in the strip club, we fast forwarded yeah. through that, but there's yeah. still a lot that uh, these kids heard. Right. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, because what's so interesting that you brought up this, this, this topic, um, my nephew from one of his, he's doing a course in school that's called personal development and he needed a mentor to talk to about certain things. And the, the course syllabus is like one page long and it's just, it's interesting what they're teaching these kids these days. Cause this was not something that we did. I don't think like we didn't have any classes like that. Do you remember any kind of class that would be sort of like that? I don't think so. I mean, maybe a little bit of health class, but yeah, because well, your health class that you described for your daughters, uh, where they're doing the um, like the uh, mindfulness the stuff. Yeah, mindful mindfulness yeah. and stuff like that. Because yeah, here they're like talking about that a little bit in the syllabus, where they're talking about you know doing a class like this and having a mentorship relationship, which that's always a good thing. I think. Like, yeah. I don't. I never really had a mentor. Um, Usually just talked with your friends about issues or you talk with your parents. There wasn't anybody outside of that realm I had that I could go to for that. You had the coolest confirmation really sponsor. Like, say that one more time. You had the coolest confirmation sponsor, though. I did because I had the youngest one, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's talking about, you know, when you have a mentor, it's like you get that's an increased high school graduation graduation rate, uh, lower dropout rate, healthy relationships and lifestyle choices, attitudes about higher education, higher education enrollment, uh, enhanced self-esteem and self-confidence, uh, improved behavior, stronger relationships with parents, teachers, and peers, uh, improved interpersonal skills, and decreased likelihood of initiating drug and alcohol use. This is what I'm talking about where our generations are changing, where all those things I just read off were never something that we discussed, no. ever. Um, and so we actually had our first meeting today about that where – we just had a phone conversation where it was about, you know, three things of your character that you'd like to share about yourself or things that you're working on to improve yourself. What impacted your choices for values, stuff like that. I yeah. just thought it was interesting that you had these conversations with your kids this week. And I had that whole like actual, this is for a class of his that we had to do this for. 
just crazy how the world works like that where you're talking about stuff. So that's all yeah. I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Well, and we actually talked about courses, and I'm like, well, you might not ever use science in a day-to-day use, but um, our kids are going to, in high school, I think they have like a personal finance class that teaches them like bouncing a checkbook and the dangers of credit cards and stuff like that that we never got. Well, we did. We did have a balancing checkbook class. It was called Senior Survival. I don't know. At least I did. I don't know if that was right. They didn't have that for us. Yeah, we had Senior Survival. was about that, but it didn't go into credit or anything like that. Yeah. And luckily, we, you and I both went into a field of work that kind of gave us an education that we didn't get. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, my parents never taught me. Only thing I ever learned from my parents, rapport. Rapport, rapport, rapport. Yep. <laughs> That's all you ever heard all the time. That's all I ever heard. Even though we were never so, it was never bad. Like we were never for wanting. There's always a roof over the head and food on the table. That's all. They, that's all they really needed to say. Say we're poor. You have a roof over your head and you have food. You're yeah. good. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's just. Uh, but even even then, you say you might not use that science, but really in science you go, well, you might not need to use you know your chemical equations, but you're going to use math yeah. every single day. No oh, matter yeah. what, you're going to use problem solving. That's the biggest thing to take away from these things. Whenever they say you're not going to use in school, it's like not that exact thing, but you're going to use problem solving every day. Yeah. Every day. So Kaylee's like, I'm never going to use algebra. I said, I use algebra all the time in baseball statistics. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Use it all the time. Use it all the time. Just trying to figure out day-to-day stuff and using budgets and trying to have to figure out how to, a budget has algebra, yep. you know, in there a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, no. Yeah. It's, it's just turning the material into something that's more. That's my biggest gripe is about math. I was like, math is more about problem solving and you're solving problems with relationships, yep. <laughs> you know, every day, you know? So it's just about changing it to make it make sense in different world scenarios. That's all. Yeah. So, look at us. This is now turned into not just an award-winning podcast. We're now a relationship and child rearing. Don't ever use that word. Right. Right. <laughs> podcast look at us oh my god we're, we're like uh we're gonna put those moms there's a podcast that has two moms on there or something like that we're gonna put them to shame dude <laughs> but okay yeah good call and show them deadpool because hey at least we found something interesting about deadpool you were you trying to uh segue into that well no but it kind of worked out nice <laughs> it did right <laughs> it's not like we've been doing this after, it's like not like this is our first time ever having a podcast we can segue with the best of them oh yeah <laughs> So, what'd you think? It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool announcement, right? It was a very cool announcement. And so it was in two parts. Did you see yeah. the second one? I did. Okay. Yeah, Cause you sent me the first what one. Song? What was the song? Call me before you go. Was that the, or am I thinking? Of uh, no, it was the wham song. Wake me up before you go. Wake, wake me up before you go. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> awesome. It was wham. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> so well, do, is it, do you think it, it's real? Is it legit? Is this like for real in snow? Or are they just trolling everybody? I think it is, because um, initially when the first part came out, I didn't think that was really Hugh Jackman walking up the stairs. I thought they just dubbed oh, really? in a voice. No, that was him. That, that was but he, you couldn't see him very well, so I was like, I oh, they could. Yeah, I saw him just fine. Yeah. You didn't see him just fine. I was watching on my phone, so maybe if I would have. Okay. But oh, no, uh, I watched it on my. I watched it on a, an actual like twenty-four inch monitor. So okay. yeah, I said I had a nice okay. picture of it. So yeah, w- when I saw it, I was like, well, this is just Ryan Reynolds trolling us. And, and it then, would be a great troll, right? It would be. Really cool troll. I mean, especially with everything he did in the movies where he takes off the mask and he's got the Hugh Jackman face stapled to his <laughs> to his head. 
Mm-hmm. So, but but then the next one came out, and it was the two of them sitting there, and I'm like, they're really gonna do it. And, I think so. And so James Mangold, he did. He was the director of Logan. Please tell me he's gonna direct uh, Deadpool three. No, the oh, guy yeah. that uh, did. Oh, oh, what was the Netflix movie Ryan Reynolds did? Adam. Uh, oh, Adam Pro- the Adam Project. The Adam Project. The guy that did that is is doing Deadpool three. Okay. Well, at least he likes. Well, those. Um, he. I guess he's. He gets to pick the director because that's who he works well with. I guess. Yeah, know? and he's worked with Hugh Jackman before too. Okay, and this is he did a pseudo superhero movie because yeah. Project's pseudo superhero, right? Yeah. So, okay. Um. So he. Um. James Mangold said he wasn't disappointed that Hugh Jackman's coming back. He's excited for it, like everybody yeah, else. Who doesn't want because everyone wants it, but Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. Problem, <laughs> right? Um, so I'm, I'm just wondering if maybe he's not Wolverine, maybe he just shows up or it's just a little, it's still, he's Hugh Jackman. It's Hugh Jackman. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. And they might yeah. introduce a new Wolverine in the movie. Oh, that'd be interesting. Or do so, you think with everything that's going on in the world, they're going to skip over, uh, having a Logan Wolverine. They'll just go to Laura. I don't know. That's possible too. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but John Krasinski, replied to the tweet that Ryan Reynolds did, and he said, I thought this was our movie. So now it's the speculation, are the Fantastic Four going to show up because him being Reed Richards no, in the multiverse? I, think it's just, I bet you there's the funny guys are trying to be funny. It That's could be, but it's got everyone talking. Huh, I did not see the John Krasinski thing. I need to see that now. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I'll look that up later. So that's really interesting. Huh. Yeah. Unless Krasinski's now trolling because he can get away with it. He's just, everyone's oh, just messing yeah. with the crowd now. Yeah. Which these would be great trolls. I mean, if you're going to do trolls, these are, they're innocent trolls. They're, it's not like anyone's going to really get hurt from these, except for just having some disappointed fans, right? Right. So, okay. So there was a, one other MCU rumor I saw today you might be interested in. Okay. Um, they're talking of recasting General Thunderbolt Ross for the okay. Thunderbolts movie to be Red Hulk. And, Ooh, I do like that. And the name that popped up was Harrison Ford. No. No. Too old. I don't know. Well, and I don't think I don't think he I think he hates the superhero comic genre. I think he does. I think he really hates it. Well, he used to hate Star Wars, but he's come to embrace it since. Yeah. Since they did no, the sequel trilogy and they killed him, I don't think he, there's no way he'd do it. No way, right? I don't know because everyone seems to be getting in on an MCU at least. In, unless he just needs extra money, unless he's he's hurting for money right now, you know, and he's going to get a check somehow. He's got to pay well, for let's, that. Let's fan cast real quick. Who would you who would you pick? If it, like, do you like the Harrison Ford idea? I'm not against it. I just yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because he's Han Solo. He's Indiana Jones. It's hard to see him in other roles sometimes. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, anytime I see him, I just hear Ralph Garman doing the mumbling. <laughs> that's, that's and, and that's that would be the problem with it because he he's not he doesn't enunciate very well. So you're gonna what know it's Harrison Ford. If we're doing multiverse. Mm-hmm. If we're doing multiverse, why don't we just go back to Sam Elliott? I would like that. I'm okay. I I unabashedly love Sam Elliott. He's God. I forgot he did that. He's old. He's super old, but he he is is so cool. Um, so that would make me happy. I wouldn't be against that. But if we need to go a little, just we don't we don't want young, right? We don't want young. We don't want on the 
precipice of hitting our 80s either. Yeah. <laughs> how old is Harrison Ford now? Is he in his 70s at this point? Uh, I think easily. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Isn't that a little too old for Thunderbolt? Don't or for uh, yeah. Well, probably yeah, because what was it? William Hurt. Yeah. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't quite that old. Yeah. I, I don't know who had cast though. I uh, have one. I have to figure out. Hold on. Unless it's the guy that just died. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they could go the uh, Bruce Willis route, who sold his rights to have his appearance be deep faked into movies going forward. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that came out today. A company bought his likeness rights so they could, uh, sell it to movie companies to use. Interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to look some, I want to remember, I want to know this actor's name. So bear with me one second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of William Hurt, but I don't think it is William Hurt. I'm trying to look up who it is. Um, in the meantime, I'm thinking. Oh, no, here I found, I found him, but oh, I don't yeah. have his name yet. But he's he's something that you would. He's that kind of actor that's in everything, but you don't know his name. Uh, Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins it sounds familiar. Richard Jenkins. Um, let me see if I can find a uh, filmography for him real quick. Bear with me. Uh, let's see. So Richard Jenkins. I had to go here. Richard. Okay. Jenkins. Step brother. Shape of Water. Yeah. There you go. Step brother. He's the dad and step brother. Yeah. He fits that age that I'm looking for. Because otherwise, if I get a younger Bruce Dern, I would have loved Bruce Dern. I think he would have been awesome. Enough. Yeah. Um, um, maybe Sam Neill. Oh, Sam Neill. That's a great one. Good pull. He's yeah. getting up there, though. He's getting up there a little bit. He is, but he's still making Jurassic movies, so. Yeah. I, I like Richard Jenkins, though. I just think he's a great actor. I think he's an underrated actor, to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, I got a good one for you. I got a really good one for you. Okay. I don't know his real name, though. Uh, see if I can find his real name and see if it rings a bell for you. And then I'll tell you who he isn't that you know him from. Oh, what's this guy's real name? Oh, what's uh, Charles Dance. Do you know the name Charles Dance? Mm, no. I got IMDb up, so I'm going to like this one, I tell you. You ready for this? Okay. Tywin Lannister. Oh, yes. Tywin Lannister. Charles Dance. I don't think he's old. He's not old enough to the point where he's too old to play the role. No. Oh, what did oh, I Oh, I got another good one. I got a really another good one. Pulling from Game of Thrones. Uh, what's his name? He was Bruce. He was uh, Bruce Wayne in the uh, Gotham series. Or not Gotham. Uh, in, uh, in, uh, Teen Titans. Titan, or Titans, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking name? about. Bruce Wayne... Uh, Titans. What's his real name? I got the picture of him. I gotta find his real name though. Oh, <laughs> bear with me one second. Uh, what's his name? So Charles Dance was oh, in really? Sandman for an episode. Really good oh, role in that. Yes. Okay. What's this guy's name? They won't give me his name. We're doing the thing where we have too much silence while we're trying to look up stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, regardless, it's the guy that plays Bruce Wayne. And he's also in, in Game of Thrones. I already forgot what character he played in Game uh, of Thrones. But he was, he was uh, Daenerys' knight. Um, shoot, I can't remember his name. Like that. I don't All know. Right. Anyway, Bruce Wayne, Titans, real. Jorah Mormont. He was uh, Ian Glenn. Uh, Ian is his name? I think so. I, I believe that's a capital I, not a lowercase L. So Ian Glenn. Okay. 
Jorah yeah, Mormont. There it is. Or is it Ian Glenn or Ian Glenn? Because I A I N. He's European. It's hard to tell. Right? Those <laughs> freaking Europeans. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever get caught up on Titans, by the way, to tangent just a little bit? I have not seen. I don't know if they started the newest season, but I've watched. I watched everything that had previously been released. Okay. So, yeah. So, so you're through all three seasons. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I Season two was weak. Season three bounced back a little bit. It did. Oh, my biggest gripe about the show is Starfire is the worst actress on the show. Yeah, she's pretty bad. She's pretty bad, and then um, not a big fan of uh, Dove either. Even though she's beautiful, she's just not good for. The, I mean, uh, Minka I, Kelly. I kind of wrote her out a little bit, but yeah, uh, what's her real name? Minka um, Kelly. Yeah, uh, Minka Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, I'm glad they got rid of uh, Hawk. Spoilers, by the way, but yeah, got yeah. Hawk. I'm um, okay with the kid that plays the kid that plays Jason Todd's. Okay, he's not yeah. bad. Uh, I really he, like the kid that plays Gar. Uh, he, he's yes, great. he's really good. So um, my Ra- own- Rachel actress is good, and I, I'm saving the best for last. But I think the guy that plays uh, Dick Grayson is amazing. I think he's great for the role. I yes, he's, he's really good. He was cast just right. So, so I'm happy with that casting. My only issue is in the first season. There's a Starfire Nightwing sex scene, mm-hmm. and that's the only thing from letting my kids watch it. Yeah, I guess unless we watched it through TNT or TBS, whichever one has it, they probably have that edited. So maybe I'll have them watch uh, first season I hope there. So I, you know, but yeah, but it, they they it, this was supposed to be the R rated. It, it says TVMA on it. It's yeah. rated TVMA. So. Uh, you know, I'm I'm I'll watch the four season. I'm I'm limping along with it. You know, I, I'm I'll get through it. It's not something I uh, prioritize by any means. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I, I like <laughs> Patrol better. Yeah. So. so, all right. Do you have any other topics you want to hit on? Nope. I've watched a bunch of stuff. Oh, you've got lots of homework to go over. So are we, have we hit homework? Yeah, let's let's go ahead. Because there's some of these on here that you uh, have recommended that I finally got caught up on. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, go. All right. We'll start with the big one. Ex Machina. Oh, you watched it. I watched yes. it. I watched oh, it so yesterday. Sad. How brilliant is that movie? Oh, it was so good. I could oh, see the, I the AI turning on... Uh, yeah. Dominic Glee Hall. Yep. But yep. uh but but they still hit hit it pretty well. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, Oscar no, Isaac. Be, man. I need to revi- I need to revisit it for the details of it. I just know that the twist is great. It was it was casted perfectly. Uh Oscar Isaac was amazing in He it. was. Um what's her name? Is it like Alexander or something? What was her yeah, name? Yeah. Laura Croft Kander. too. What say what? Laura Croft too. Yeah, she's Laura. Yeah, she plays Laura Croft. I can't remember her real name, but um, I'll admit she, I, that was Oscar-winning performance by her. Yes, in my opinion, it really was. Um, brilliant script, so well, well acted by everybody on it. Uh, I, they, they just, they drew you in that story. You were deep in that story, right? Yeah, and, and I just, I actually think Dominic Gleehall was the best of them. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I he agree was with you. unreal. He, he killed it, dude. Yeah, he, he. What's funny is I saw. I think that came out before his appearance in Star Wars. Yeah, and you're like, I got excited about it, but then I was like, on oh, Star Wars, I was like, you're not, you're not as good as you were in Ex Machina. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, he was in the Harry Potters too. Well, he obviously I've never seen any of the Harry yeah. Potter show. Yeah, I wasn't. That's this was my first introduction to him in any movie, to be honest with you. Yeah. So that you, God, so you definitely so like this one better than Licorice Pizza, right? Yes. Um. <laughs> Well, and it just like left you like sitting there, like yep. when he cuts his arm open to see if he's human or AI. 
Yep. I cringe, but man, he did it so well. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. God, so good. All right. So I don't know if that's one that you would watch on loop. It's not like no. uh, once a year viewing, but that's a one that you watch. You, and it, it's one that kind of lingers with you a few days and you just kind of want to think about that one or you want to learn. Like that'd be one I'd watch the um, commentary about. If, if I had the DVD of it, I'm yeah. the director's commentary probably. But yeah, great. Movie. I'm glad you got around to it. I knew you'd love it. It's a great movie. So Alex Garland directed that. That was his debut directing. Yeah, and he he hasn't followed up with a good one since, to be honest with you. If I if I remember correctly, I think he's 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 set to direct something. I think that's pretty big coming up though. So he's also a writer though, and he wrote The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh huh. Really good movie. Twenty eight days later. I have not. The beach is a blind spot for me, but yeah, twenty eight days later, of course, I've seen that one. Uh, uh, he he that. did the Dread remake. Ooh, but did he watch it? Did he write it or did he direct that? He wrote that. Okay. Wrote Ex Machina. Uh huh. Um, Annihilation. I don't know. Oh, that's Natalie based Portman. on a book series. That's okay. that, that's the one with Natalie Portman. Yeah. I did not like that. I don't like. I I tried to read the book because Jen kind of liked. She actually read the book. Yeah. She's like, she was into it. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. So he wrote and directed that, and then Devs and Men. I don't know anything about those. Isn't Devs is a FX show? Okay. But yeah, I think it's AI AI related. Yeah. So. So yeah, he he knocked that think, one out of the I park. I think he's. I think there's something that's coming up though that he's going to be doing soon. Um, what was it that he's doing? Men is Men the one I'm thinking of? Uh, 2022. A young woman goes solo vacation to the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. That might be the one I'm thinking of. Drama, fantasy, horror. Yeah, that one looks interesting. Uh, but I think if, if that's not what I'm thinking about, I'll tell you. But yeah. uh, I think he's yeah he's set to direct on which he after seeing Ex Machina, I was like, this guy's going to be able to get any work he wants to do because that's how good Ex Machina was. But anyway, all right, I'm, I'm here. So no, yeah, that's awesome. So what else did you do? What what else did you watch that I recommended? Um, I did Untold the Manti Teo documentary. Ooh, you did that? How'd you like that one? God, that was crazy. That one pissed you off, right? Oh, it really did. Cause yep, like cause at the end the the guy transitioned, and uh-huh. he's like, "Well, I feel bad, but I don't really feel like I did anything too wrong." Like, yes, you did. <laughs> You ruined a man's life. Yes. You ruined his. No, you did caught- do a lot wrong? He did. But what's so messed up about this story? And I, I hope your brother watched because your your brother gave Manti Teo the hardest time ever. Yeah, that poor guy. It puts Manti Teo in a different light. Where this guy did try to vet the, the story had yeah. so much more depth and layers that you were never aware of because of the reporting you saw on it that. I'm so glad he was involved with the making of this little. That's a little documentary, I guess. Like, a, what is it? Two-hour documentary. Yeah. Like to put in two months. Yeah, because Untold is the Netflix sports documentary series. They're usually an hour a piece, and this one was in two yeah, parts. So, so basically, like, a, it's like a thirty for thirty, right? Yeah. So, but it clears his. I think it clears his. Not even clears his name, but it gives people a different perspective that they didn't know all the details of the story. And the story was a lot more complex than you ever really knew. Oh yeah. And the fact that he opened up about how everything was, he, he asked his friends, Hey, does this seem legit to you? You know, everything. And it made sense in the fact that you got to remember, no one really understands what this kid was going through, where he was away from home. He was in Hawaii. 
Hawaii to South Bend, Indiana, that's a big distance from home to be by yourself. He's probably homesick, lonely, and then looking for connection the, any way possible, kind of thing. Which you think, hey, I'm a star football player, but the guy is so religious. Yes. That I kind of get that too, where he's he's not just going to go sleeping around with every you know co-ed on campus, right? Yeah. So they really go into he's he's Mormon. He grew up Mormon. Mm-hmm. He moved to a Catholic mm-hmm. school, and it was a total culture shock for him. Oh yeah. So Absolutely. mix the two culture shocks in together. I mean, he was completely yeah. overwhelmed there. Yeah, absolutely. So he's not forgiven of all sin in this situation, if that's even the right terminology to use or phraseology, but he's at least given a grain of salt of saying, hey, man, because, because, <laughs> you know, getting catfish, you're like, well, he was just dumb. That was, he was so stupid. How yeah. did that happen? Now that you know more details, you're like, well, catfishing wasn't really a thing. No. Like the first big name to be involved with it ever, right? At least yep. that you know of, that's ever been reported on. And it was just a different time too. Yeah, you know, it wasn't well, really FaceTime on phones, right? Yeah, it was text messaging, but there wasn't FaceTime. Um, and well, in the Deadspin uh, writers of the articles about it said our goal wasn't to sit here and put him down. It was to expose like college sports and ESPN and all these big, um, all the big time media that could have had yeah. this story and just chose to ignore it. Absolutely. They yeah. they like the big Cinderella story of, oh, he's leading the Notre Dame to the national championship after his grandmother and uh, girlfriend died on the same day. Yeah. Well, and the, the, it's a matter of what sells. Yeah. That, that sells, you know, that sells to advertisers going, hey, we have the biggest thing that's going to draw. Because that story could have pulled in non-sports fans. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Even if you're a non-sports fan, you're you're a fan of the drama that this kid's going through, and you want to pull for you want to pull for a quote-unquote underdog, right? Yeah. So but I think that's been showed that well, the other side of the story uh, pays off pretty well too. Yeah, it does. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. And so <laughs> it it was just a crazy story that you didn't get. You did not have any of these details back in what was this 2007? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. So. <sighs> So this good on him for being involved, and talk about the person he turned into. Oh, but you knew, he was always a man of character. Yeah, you knew he was going to turn out fine. They, they they drug him through the mud. He's married to a beautiful woman. He has a great life living in Hawaii, which could be in worse places, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I he's confident in who he is. I'm. It's fantastic that he was able to deal with the mental. I'm. I'm I had to imagine he's been through therapy, a lot of therapy. I oh, he's had to have. And being able to deal with that with a lot of trust issues then, you know, yeah. and him and his wife and having to deal with that probably for the rest of their lives. That's crazy to me. And then to come so, out at the end of it and be like, look, I forgive the guy. Well, that's just, that's just what he, that's, that's based on his faith. That's yeah, right. Exactly. But well, I mean, fact, even, even people that, of faith might struggle with that. Cause I mean, this cost him tens yeah. of millions of dollars going from oh, day one draft to second day. Yeah. That's what pissed me off. It it pissed me off that the person that did this, okay, they did not have any remorse for what they did to this guy. He, they cost him millions of dollars. They turned him into a laughing stock, you know. So just imagine, too, no, if he no, didn't. There's there no remorse, right? None. No. None at all. So, I call that person, they're a sociopath. Yeah. Total sociopath. Psychopath, maybe, but definitely a sociopath. So it cost him in the draft, but you also have to figure it cost him his career too, because he had to deal with all this extra ridicule now yeah. that yep. 
maybe if he doesn't have that, he's still playing. Yeah, but the people, the, the part of the story that never got out was remember when he tried to get proof of, hey, who are you? Yeah, and remember that he went to the the depths that this person went to to fake what they did. They they had the person. Remember he had the real girl hold up the sign that they that yep. they had something written on a sign. How do they do that? Look at what was the poor guy. How he tried to vet. He did try back yeah. then. You can only vet so much. Because then wasn't it where the girl was still in Hawaii and he was in South Bend? Um, the the imaginary girl. Yeah, it wasn't. I no. I think she no. She was. I don't think she was in Hawaii. I think she was in California. California. You're right. No, no, no you're right. California. Okay. And then so that's a big distance. That's yeah, like, it is. You know? and, I can't believe they were able to pull it off. I, I know they pulled it off, and he did. You never well, heard about this betting part of it at all. No. He did try. Manta, he, the fact that he didn't follow his gut is the problem. Yes. He knew something was a little wrong with it, but he still. I think he was. I think he was guilty of wanting to believe the best in people. Yes, that's what he was guilty of the most of, and that's that's sad to me. It's a tragic story to be honest with you, but well told, right? Yes, super well told. It, was, it was an incredible story, and then. Absolutely. Not only does he go through all this, but he has the disappointment of his dad too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that was that killer. Crushed, that crushed you, right? That yeah. just crushed me. I was like, oh, oh, that's just that's so many emotions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. The worst. <laughs> it's the worst, man. All right, and then uh, let's see. There was something else on my list that you told me. Um, I watched Prey. Yeah, I gave that a meh. Yeah, it was for what it was. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, for what it was. But I like the fact that it opened up the opportunity that if you want to continue with the Predator oh, yeah. franchise, you could basically go put a Predator uh, on a pirate ship. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you can put a Predator in any uh, any kind of scenario to make kind of, and make it kind of interesting. And the, the good thing was you didn't have to sit there and like pay attention to dialogue. Mm-hmm. No. Because. The dialogue wasn't important, and half the time when they're with the French people, they're talking in French without the subtitles, so you have no clue what they're saying anyway. Yeah, no, it was uh, yeah, it, for what it was, it's a great the fact that they knew well enough that this was not a theater movie, this is a perfect Hulu movie. I'm all for it. It didn't cost you anything to go, you know, anything but just watching on just a little bit of your time in the subscription. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it, it was a perfect Hulu movie, and I could I'm interested in where they'll go from there. And, and the girl was pretty bad. She's pretty badass. She I'm was. Yeah, yeah, some cool action, you know, action hero in the movie. So yeah, that was okay. It was okay, just nothing great. Yeah, uh, I think that's the last of it. I do have Hereditary sitting at the uh, library, waiting for me to pick it up tomorrow. <gasps> You're gonna do it. I'm gonna do oh, it. Oh wait, oh, but oh, no kids, no kids. No. Um, I'd even say, oh, I don't know if Aaron. Mm. I'll probably. Aaron's pretty good about movies, but I think if it's not in her wheelhouse, she she checks out way too soon. I will probably watch it on my own. And then if it's I good, it, if I think she'll like it, I'll probably go back and watch it with her. Okay, yeah, do that. That's what I'm going to recommend. You do the first watch, and if you think if you if you for sure think it's worth her time, and she won't check out on it, Jay, I'm telling you, dude. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> excited. So, um, let's see. I went on a Daniel Craig James Bond binge. Oh, Knocked yeah. out Casino Royale. Uh, Quantum of Solace and Skyfall, and then I have the other two at the library to get to watch next week. Are they all on Amazon right now or something like that? Uh, the first three are on Netflix. The other two are not. Because I need, 
I'm horrible at the Daniel Craig ones. I've seen Casino Royale. That's the only one I've seen. Casino Royale was really good. Quite I loved, a, what, what, I, what I loved most about it was the villain. Um, what's his name? Um, Maz Mickelson, right? Yes. He's the he's the main bad guy. He was yeah. amazing. In he that. was really good. Yeah. Except I cringe every time they have him in that seat with uh, smacking his balls. <laughs> well, um, what's really amazing when he would bleed out of his eyes or whatever that was. That yeah. was kind of creepy. But yeah. So and then Quantum Solace wasn't as good. Um, mm-hmm. But man, Skyfall Skyfall started out kind of slow, but okay. the second half of the movie just rocked. I loved really? it. Yeah. Because I, I remember everyone saying, yeah, Quantum Solace sucks. Skyfall is really good. And then the one after Skyfall kind of goes right. It's, just, it's like picks up right after Skyfall, I think, if I yeah. remember correctly. So, yeah, I'm interested in getting those. I, I'll watch them at some point. I just, it's just not on you know priority list by any means. I, I saw them out there, and I'm like, I have to do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, uh, The Last Night in Soho. Me and Jen watched that. Too trippy for me. I did not enjoy it. You didn't enjoy it? No. No, not for me. It, that's the one that has Anna Taylor Joy in it, if I yes. remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. And interesting. It was interesting at some points, but it's just too long. And I lost interest. I started reading comics instead. So that was an Edgar Wright movie, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I was disappointed. I was like, this is the director I like. It looked cool. It had that trippy, like, 70s thing going on, like, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I was into the, 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 the um, aesthetics of it, you yeah. know, the look of it, of the movie. I was into that. But the story just didn't keep my attention too well. Um, it it got slow at times. Yeah. But man, at the end, it picked up, and I there was a twist, and it really surprised me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, let's see. On HBO Max, I watched Life of Crime. It had Timothy Robbins and Jennifer Aniston and Most Def. Is this an old movie? No, it's a new movie. Um, really? I think it's an HBO Max exclusive, something they made okay. for it. Uh, Jennifer okay. Aniston and uh, Tim Robbins are married, uh, no. but they're unhappy. She gets kidnapped by Mo Steph and another guy who I recognized, but I hadn't seen. I couldn't tell from where. Um, so basically, they kidnap her. Um, when they go to make the demands, he doesn't want to meet him because he was going to leave her anyway. Okay. Um, interesting. Okay, this sounds interesting. It's a dark humor kind of heist movie type thing. Okay. Pretty good twist at the end. I like. It was good. No, nothing great though. Okay, but it sounds the premise is interesting. Yeah. it's got most deaf who had a had bad experience. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> yeah, um, and then I watched Jeff who lives at home. It's uh Jason yeah, Siegel. It's what's what? Who is it? Jason Siegel, Ed Helms. Yeah, uh, I'm familiar with it. I'm familiar with it. I just uh, he's a. I haven't watched. I've heard. I've heard the title. What's it about? Though, give me a premise of it. Jason Siegel is a stoner that lives at home with his mom, Susan Sarandon, mm-hmm. um, and he's coping with the death of his dad. He doesn't. Okay. He doesn't do anything. Um, his brother's Ed Helms. And it's kind of them going through a day of trying to, well, Jason Siegel's trying to figure out what his purpose is in life. And Ed Helms is trying to find out if his wife is cheating on him. Hmm. It's worth very, watching. Yes. It was really worth watching. It, um, very dark humor. Okay. What's um, it on? Uh, that was on Amazon prime. I think. 
Okay. Amazon Prime or Hulu? I'm pretty sure it was Amazon Prime, though. Okay. I got it written down. That's right. I'll, I'll probably watch. I'd watch that one over. I'd watch the uh, HBO one probably. Yeah. And then I did some rewatches of uh, some of my favorites. Uh, I was home while teenagers were here on Friday night, so I found Donnie Darko online and threw it on. Hold on, you, you cut out. What'd you oh, watch? Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko? Oh, yes. We did a rewatch. How long has it you've done a watch of that? Oh, at least 10 years. Right? It's but still as good. Like yeah. still as good yeah. as it was then. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal looks so young. Yeah, super young in that, right? Yeah. yeah. And but how good is Jake Gyllenhaal? He's he, so good. He is good. Um, he, and his filmography, we'd have to do a, we'd have to, that's something we should, I've always told, said we need to do. We should pick an actor, go through the filmography and kind of just discuss him. But his filmography, he's got yeah. enough under his belt now where you could go over a long history to say he's got some really good ones. We also got some pretty bad duds too. But every actor does, right? Yeah. The teaser for next week, we're going to be doing that. Mm-hmm. I, wrote, I wrote it down. So, um, but yeah, I rewatched that and I rewatched uh, Blade Runner. What did you watch? I'm sorry. Blade Runner. Harrison. Oh, you cut out again. My, uh, I don't know if it's mine or another yours. What I think you, it's. What did you watch? I think it's mine. Uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Oh, okay. Blade Runner. Yes. That's hard Blade, to get through, man. Blade, I Blade Runner is super hard to get through. I love the movie though. I've been a fan of that movie for, for oh God, twenty five years. Yeah. See, I'm not. I. I think it's one of those movies either you love it or you just can live without it kind of thing. I'm on the other end of the fence, to be honest with you. See, did you, I, but did you watch Blade Runner 2049? What I, do you think of that one? I haven't watched it yet. Um, I watched the original so I could watch the new one. But watching the original again, I'm like, when I watch the new one, I really have to focus on it because there's so much deep stuff going on. I'm also a fan of the book. Movie that was way, it was a movie way before its time, right? Mm. Easily. But it's based off a of yeah. Philip K. Dick book. That was written in like yeah. the 60s. Yeah. But again, the way it was the way it was shot, everything about it just seemed way before it's time. Yes, that's just, very much when so. When you say Blade Runner, I, that's what always comes to mind for me. Yeah. I would totally agree with that. Okay. So yeah, that that's pretty much everything I watched. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. For me, did I talk about St. Maud last time? Did I tell you about that one? I think so. I think I did. It sounds I familiar. She the the main the main actress in it. She's Galadriel in uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and uh, Lord of the Rings is kind of what I've been trying to do a lot of. Um, I'm I want to love this show. I want to like this show. It's just not doing it for me. It still isn't. I'm I'm going along slowly with it. I'm trying to stay focused. I I find myself losing interest and I kind of lose focus here and there. There's no action that I'm liking so far. And when there's little bits of action, it's so minuscule that you're just like, you need this story to go somewhere and you need something to happen that pulls you into the story and makes you care about the characters. Cause so far I care about nobody except for Galadriel a little bit. And they're trying to get her to be in a relationship with another guy that you, he's basically the um, Aragorn of the story. Basically. Okay. So it's trying its best. It really is. It's just, if you go match, I watch or not, I'm going to lean towards, if it's Lord of the Rings, you're going to watch it no matter what. You're going to watch it no matter what. Right. Like you're going to say, hey, if I if I had to pick between this and something else that was culturally popular, that was at least halfway decent, I'd probably tell you to skip Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I really would. It's just, 
So it's Lord of the Rings cool. versus House of Dragons. Against what? House of Dragons. I haven't watched House of Dragons yet, so I, I can't say that. But when I do, I, I, of course, I'm going to. I'll give you a comparison because it's it's on the it's it's. It's on the queue. It's just that we're still working through Better Call Saul together, which yeah. that's the only thing that I watched together is Better Call Saul. So Lord, um, House of Dragons will be after Better Call Saul. So we watched the first episode of House of Dragons, and I remember absolutely nothing from it. Really? You're like really it wasn't that. even something in the background. It was us sitting there watching it. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, not not a not a glowing uh, review of it, but um, okay. I'm still gonna watch it. I, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna rewatch it the first episode and watch the whole thing. But I'll probably wait till it's all done. Okay. And then the other one, I think you're gonna be excited about to share. And it's just where sometimes you and I don't see eye to eye on movies, which makes it, it's it's good that we don't. And I think gives it gives anyone that listens a chance to get a different perspective on everything. Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. I think you knew this for me going in. I don't. I wasn't. It was gonna be too strange. I wanted to like this movie a lot. I yeah. really did because it's got my boy in it. It's short got round. Short round. Yeah. It's got short round. And you knew that I would love that. You knew I'd love that. And he is great in the movie. He does a fantastic job in it. Uh, it's Michelle. It's Michelle Ewan, right? That's her name. Michelle Yao. Yao. Is it Yao? Yeah. I thought it was Ewan, my bad. Um, She's a, she's incredible in it as well. Yes, I think she does an amazing job. Then they've got the guy from Big Trouble Little China that's in everything. Yeah, <laughs> as, the, as the dad, his little appearance. He was good. He was good in it too. Mm-hmm. The concept is pretty cool because it's it's a little bit of Matrix in there. It's kind of Matrixy. You get me on that? Yeah, Matrix okay. with the multiverse mixed in. Yeah, yeah, Matrix with multiverse mixed in is a great description of it. This movie was so long. It was so long, Jay, where they fake you out with the title sequence. Yeah. You remember that at all? Yes. I'm like, thank God it's over. And it still had like another 45 minutes after that. I didn't realize it at the time. I was like, no. See, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it being that long. It was so long. It needed to be at least an hour less. <laughs> oh, no. No. Um, it's I, I can't recommend to anybody. I'm not going to say it's the worst. I've seen worse. You know I've seen yeah. worse. I've seen a lot of bad movies in my time. So this doesn't get the whole, this is gar- it's not, no, it's not hot garbage. I won't call it that. It's not garbage, but it's not good <laughs> to me. It's not good to me. I still, I'm glad I watched, I'm glad I watched it and I did push through. I did fast forward through 15 minutes of it though, just to try to push through harder, dude. I did. I tried so hard on this movie. It is still my best movie of the year. Really? Yes. Oh, Jay, I can't agree with you on that. I just, well, I can't, I can't do it. But um, they used butt plugs I, to I, get I, powers. It was interesting, and they had the Russo brothers involved, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, had them tied to. I think they were producers, I guess, right? Yeah, and it was from A twenty four. Yeah, and then and that's I, that's what's so interesting. I I didn't realize that. Yeah, we did the whole A twenty four thing on the last podcast. I didn't. You didn't tell me that this was an A twenty four movie. Yeah, it fits perfectly in what they do. It, this is definitely an A twenty four movie. Where if it weren't A twenty four, this was not going to be released in theaters anywhere. Like it, it, it wouldn't make sense. But for A twenty four, it does. Okay, so when they had the awards on the desks, did you instantly realize what those were? They're butt plugs, dude. Yes. I thought. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. I almost <laughs> it pointed it out to Aaron, up. but I didn't. And then later, yeah. when they got powers from them. Oh it was really? Awesome. When the guy did the he did the, he, did, he shoved up his own butt and did kung fu with it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was crazy. But and yeah. then the second guy showed up, and I don't. Think, as soon as I saw that they were butt plugs, it made me remember that the show I can never remember that you always say every single time. The premise. The, the premise. 
<laughs> Why is it that I love that show so much? I, and it's never coming back, is it? We'll never no. get more of that show. No, I think it was a one-season anthology what? thing. But, but how that, incredible. I, I hope it lives on forever and people find it. At yeah. some point in life, people find the. I hope they find it because it's so good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just yeah, I couldn't do it. So, but on the other end of things, I'm going to give you a recommendation. Okay. With a Halloween coming up, it's not a thriller. Or sorry, it's not a slasher. It's not horror. This is a thriller. Okay. And made me. Th- it's it's a almost like a misery type. Did you did you like misery? No, uh, it's been so long since I seen it. But I remember. I, I remember liked in it. You you would you would be the book guy. You would like misery. The book is amazing. Yeah, it was okay. I think is what you would have said. Uh, the movie's called Run. Are you in? Run. What made me love this movie so much was two things. Two things made me love this movie. Do you know the name Sarah Paulson? Yes. Not Robert Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Not bitch tits. Not bitch tits. Sarah, do you know who, but you know who Sarah Paulson is? Yeah, I know who she is. Okay. She's in a lot of stuff, right? She does a lot of period movies. Yeah. I hate Sarah Paulson so much. (laughs) She's like on a Skylar White scale of how much I hate an actress yeah. and everything that she's in. She ranked like out of five Skylar Whites, because you know how much I hate Skylar White. Right. She gets 4.9 Skylar Whites because only Skylar White gets a five. Yeah. <laughs> she's the only one that gets a five. <laughs> she wow. gets 4.9 Skylar Whites. I hate Sarah Paul. But in this movie, my hatred of her made this movie so much better. It made the movie so much better than maybe it is. But if you hate her as much as I do, and you share in my hatred of her, you're going to like this movie. And the the main actress, she's not even the main actress. She's not in the movie. She's in it enough, but not the main actress. Okay. I don't know who she is. She's incredible. She's um, she's kind of like Shia LaBeouf when Shia was in Disturbia. I don't know if you ever watched Disturbia. I didn't, but I, I, I know about it. It's okay, a so, remake of Real, Real Window for the most part. For the most part, yeah. yeah. But Kyle was so good in that movie, it made it, he. I think, I think that was pre Transformers, if I remember correctly. I think it was and after was like, the first one. Maybe is that what it was? I think but so. It's just like when you watch Shia and Transformers, and you watch him in that movie. You're like, this kid's going to be something. He's going to be a great actor. And then when you watch him and stuff like Fury and Peanut Butter Falcon, you go, I know this guy's got a lot of. He grew up in the entertainment business, so he's screwed up no matter what. And he yeah. had a really weird upbringing i don't know if you i don't know if you ever watched um honey i think or honey boy or something like that mm. it's a it's almost like a documentary of his life how he grew up with being a kid actor and his dad he played his dad in the movie he wrote it while he was in rehab okay it's a great movie i've never watched it i think it's called honey boy yeah honey boy i see it. But, uh, this girl i'm trying to i'll circle back but this girl reminds me of him in, in the sense that you see a, an actress or an actor in a movie you're like I think this girl's going to be a really good actor down the line. Yeah. Um, Cause she's probably 17, eight. She plays a, uh, she's going to, she's going to be going to college. So she's probably what, 18, 17, 18 in, in the movie, or at least that's her age yeah. in the movie. So um, it's a thriller and I don't want to tell you anything more about it. Okay. You might've seen a clip. There's a clip that goes around on as a reel uh, on like Facebook or YouTube and there's, if you've ever seen the reel, it made me want to watch the movie. It was a really intense scene, really, really intense. And you just go, it makes, it breaks your heart while you're watching it. And then it stops. You're like, well, you got to know what, how did they lead to this scene? Yeah. And I hope you catch the scene I'm talking about in the movie. 
Um, it was just really good. I, I liked them. I liked that a lot. It was one that's, again, it, it, it was on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. It would never have been released in the theater, but perfect on a streaming service. And okay. even if it, but it's a great movie. It just wouldn't have done, it would not have performed well in the box office, but that doesn't mean it's not a good movie. Right. If that makes sense. Yep, no, it does. So, okay. So I, I want to recommend that one. And then other than that, I uh, only watched two things and <laughs> I'll try to get through them real quick. Um, I'll do the I'll do Andor first because I only watched a quarter of the first episode. I'm sure you've watched all three. So I've watched far. all three. Okay. The quarter I watched Andor, I liked. Yeah. Well, I've heard that it's super slow. This is going to be a slow burn. You know, that's going to be hard for me to get through. The the um, first two were slow. The third one really picked up. It does. Okay. So yeah. I, I'm. Here's the thing. I think I like the the character and the actor so much. The the character casting Andor. Yeah. The guy that plays him, Diego Luna. Like, yeah, I think I like that combination so much of him being Cassian. Yeah, that I'm going to automatically like this. I, the fact that we get to see an individual story of what it takes to be a rebel and what pushed him to be a rebel is gonna be a really cool. And I really do. Yeah. So I don't. I, was he in the books a lot that you've read and you knew you know a lot about his character without this show? Nope. They. He's only been in the Rogue One movie stuff. Yeah. Touched, I think we touched on Rogue One last time. How I revisited that really recently. Yeah. Still, God, I love that movie. It's so it's, good, right? It's the best, so the best Disney Star Wars movie. Yeah, so good. I, I just, I love it a lot. And maybe, maybe my love of Rogue One is going to push me to want to really give this a, a really good shot and yeah. not be impatient with it. I want to be very patient with this show. Yeah. So, but I'm only a quarter of the episode in. To be honest, with you. I didn't get very far. Yeah. Because I just, I, I was tired. I wanted to go to bed. Well, and they've already, watched, they've already greenlit season two. Oh really? So it's yeah. done that well. Okay, cool. Well, they did, what I they greenlit it before this even came out. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, they they need content anyway. They yeah. need Star Wars content of some kind, right? Yeah. So okay, the reason why I watched so little of Andor is because before that, someone the, the person I work with she asked that she, she knows I enjoy horror thriller you know that that yeah. genre, and it's trending on Netflix right now and everyone's talking about it I guess and there's memes coming out all that like all over the web. And it's Dahmer, the new yes. Dahmer show on Netflix. Oh, that, you, you, no, we what? haven't. Um, but we did watch the uh, Zac Efron, uh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. One. How good was that? That was amazing. And well, you need to also watch just the documentary. Did you watch the I, actual documentary? No, not yet. Watch both. They're yeah. so good, so so good. Um, okay, so here's Dahmer. Here's my review, of Dahmer. I pushed myself through the first episode. Mm-hmm. And then by episode two, halfway through, I turned it off. Yeah. Okay, The Office. That's going to be a weird connection, but I'll get okay. there. I'll get there, okay? The Office, there's scenes with Michael Scott that are so uncomfortable that you're kind of like, this. Hurt. I, I can't do it. It's, yes. I know people that can get through it have a different personality than I do. They just do. And I just have that. I, I can't do it to myself to be embarrassed for someone that bad yeah <laughs> right yeah so it made me uncomfortable right so i would go i'd click through it Dahmer is the, the evan peters is the kid that plays dom or he's i keep calling him a kid he's not a yeah. kid as he's been around for so long it's, it feels like he's a kid yeah he looks like him as far as if you look side by, like, the, the way they made him looks like and he's doing a great job i didn't he's even recognize actor. it was evan peters yeah and he's a really great actor in it. And he's doing this with uh, the guy that he did American Horror Story with. And, yeah. Uh, I always forget that guy's name, but 
I, there's a relationship there between the two of why he probably wanted to get him in there. So I'll give him that. It's it's well done. It's it's super dark, super super dark. But it got to the point where it made me feel so uncomfortable. I I will not go any further. Really, and I will. The homosexuality in it is hard for me to get through because it, it's I I, I want to be sensitive to it because I can only imagine for a homosexual person to have to watch heterosexuals in movies and shows maybe that makes them feel the same way yeah and I want to be sensitive to that I, I did put myself in their shoes like when I was watching I was like they put they put up with a lot of this so it shouldn't harm me that much and there's nothing graphic to the point where you you don't see any gay sex of any kind right right but the themes of it. It just, it was hard for me to get there just because as a heterosexual person, I can't stand in their shoes and understand. It just, it just didn't sit right with me. And I don't right. want to, it's hard to describe it without coming off bigoted. I don't want to come off bigoted at all. So I hope my explanation makes sense. It's just, it put me in a uncomfortable spot, but where it pushed the line where it, it, it went up to a line, Jay. Yeah. But then it went over a line and I didn't, and I'm sure they didn't show anything because there's only so much you're going to get away with on this show. But as soon as a 14 year old boy enters the equation. Ooh, yeah. Now, mind you, I cut it off before it, it, it could have flipped the scene. It could have turned into a murder. It could have turned into a fight. It could have been nothing. It could have been a lot of nothing. Yeah. But the premise of he had a 14 year old boy come back to his apartment as a grown man and offered him money to take nude photos of him. Now they didn't show anything from what I saw. Yeah. When you go, when you mix in not only the homosexuality with the, if it's pedophilia at that point, you know, that was a line I won't do. I just, it's not entertainment to me, even though this might be a true story and be, they're trying to be true to what actually happened. That's nothing I want in my life. I yeah. don't need it in my head. I don't need to see it. It makes me so uncomfortable that I'm like, no, that's enough. I don't need this. It might, it could be as popular as it wants to be on Netflix and people out in the zeitgeist and in pop culture can talk about it. And I'm sure it's a great show. Yeah. I'm sure it gets, it gets it maybe even gets better with when you bring in the actual case that goes through and you talk. I know the neighbor that is in the show plays a big part in it um, because you hear her screaming in the first episode. I told y'all, I told y'all something was wrong with this guy, yeah. stuff like that. So I'm sure it gets interesting beyond that. But there was just something that in my stomach, it, it turned my stomach, Jay, if that, it, it gave me the creeps if that makes sense, yep. like in my chest and it turned my stomach and I will not, I can't do, I, I, I refuse to do that. I refuse to go there in a show just for us to discuss as a cult, you know, yep. as a people <laughs> about shows. And it's, this is supposed to be quote unquote entertainment. Maybe it goes beyond entertainment when they're trying to tell a true story, a true crime story. Right. Yeah. But it gets a little <sighs> too real. Maybe that's what it is. And maybe I'm not cut out for that. Like I, I guess we both, I guess I've discovered I could never do special. I couldn't be SVU. I yeah. couldn't do law and order SVU. Oh yeah. I just couldn't. Cause when you involve kids into the equation, which a 14, you know, it's a kid in my mind. Cause I've got a 15 year old. Yep. It pushed a line that I'm not willing to go across. It just, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. And you know what you, maybe if you or someone else watch it and talk to me and go, Matt, you're completely wrong. It didn't do anything wrong. If you would have just pushed past that part and then go down, maybe that was the apex of this, of as uncomfortable as you're going to get. And then you're on the downhill on the other side and you're going to really enjoy the rest of the story or something like that. Maybe, but it's so, it pushes the envelope so far that I had to, I, I personally had to, maybe that makes me too conservative. Um, I don't, again, 
I wanted to explain it this way to you to give you my full, this is where I'm coming from to come full circle to where I made my decision, what it was. Yeah. Because of course we see plenty, you, you could put in a different, you know, a different context, like, Oh, shit's Creek. I, yeah. You won't find a bigger fan of shit's Creek than me. And there's plenty of homosexuality in that. And that doesn't yeah. bother me at all. But when you, maybe it was just the fact that this was forced, almost forced sex between the same sex. That yeah. was ugh. pedophilia. Well, that that's that part of the scene, but the, even the scene before that, okay, where it wasn't, it was two grown men, and it was just something about it was just it didn't feel right because the other the other partner was scared, yeah, and when the other partner was scared, that really when you mix all of it together, it just pushed too far for me, dude. It just did, and, and it made me uncomfortable. And I, I don't want to be dis, I don't want to be disingenuous about what made me uncomfortable. That's right. kind of where I'm going. So that is definitely it's on our radar to watch. So I, I'll give it a no shot. Kids. No kids, no kids on that one. Oh dude. god, no. <laughs> no, no. But Will is around for the uh, the Bundy one. Well, there was nothing. No, there was nothing horrible like that in it. No, I, although he was, he wasn't sexual with his any of this stuff. No, he he, he was a. Lured his victims in with his charm and sexuality of just of being an attractive man. Yeah, but there was no, there wasn't anything that was beyond that. So, well, we had to sit him down afterwards and explain this. This was a based off a true story, and it right. showed only just a portion of what really happened. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I hope, I hope I came across in my explanation and my recap of it of what the little bit I watched. I hope it doesn't come across. In a, in a poor way. I hope it was done in a very genuine. Yeah. We're, genuine. That's the best way I can say it. It's just, uh, just, uh, it's just a lot about just. We're, we're not going to be canceled for being homophobes. So. No, that, that's what I'm trying not to do. <laughs> I you know. know you know, I get just, it. But it, 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 it does impact what you're watching though. It really does. And I, I'm glad here. And you know how I say you can always, at least no matter how bad something is, you can always take away something that you appreciate about the right. film or the movie or the TV show. Yep. I can, it made me appreciate that. Hey, and if I were another, if I was in a gay person's shoe, having to watch all this heterosexual sex all the time and everything, cause everything's really sexualized now. Right. Oh yeah. How's that make them feel? Maybe yep. it doesn't bother them at all. And maybe it makes them feel something on the inside of them too. That just goes, this just doesn't feel right. Right. And the fact that it did that for me, I can appreciate that. Yeah. And that, it gave me a different perspective and I really appreciate that. I do. Yeah. So, Ugh, it's just Jay. That yeah. Once the fourteen-year-old kid came into the equation, I was like, "Nope, yep. not doing it." Well, I refuse to go there. I really I'm, do. I'm done. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. If you if you get beyond that and you you're able to get through it, if you decide to watch it, yeah, and you go, "Hey, Matt, go back and revisit, and maybe just skip that part." Yeah, I, I think I would just because it's it's Netflix does the serial killers right. Yeah, they <laughs> you do. Know? If you want to watch stuff, they do they do it pretty well. So yeah, we'll see. I don't know. But as far as pushing envelopes, I think they've pushed it really far. And I think, because I, I have said that about you, you like going up to lines. You like going to those lines oh, as yeah. far as you can. And you're pretty good about not crossing them. You know, you're really, really good about that. But I felt in this case, it crossed the line. That yeah. Really so. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was intense. It was, I was looking forward to discussing that with you just because it was different. Yeah. We don't get to discuss different stuff like that. We really don't. So So maybe, maybe by next week, I'll have first two episodes done we can talk about them well you'll get farther than i did because like i said i only got one and a half yeah that's right so if you do get further than that let me know and if you even go if you go to episode three and go yeah you definitely if you tell me to continue with it i think it's something i would if i can get past 
that part. Yeah. Couldn't do it. So, but other than that, that's, yeah, that's all I watched. I'm, uh, I'm trying to speed up on my reading. Um, did you, have you been reading anything lately? Um, I finished 11, 22, 63 by Stephen King. Yeah. Really it's liked it. it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really long. It's really slow in the middle. Yeah. But it was worth it in the long run. Did he, was he able to finish it well? He did. That was, um, that's actually two of his in a row that, uh, finished pretty well. Cause I read mm-hmm. Billy Summers before that. Yeah. Um, and then I read the second Discworld book, um, the light fantastic they're kind of a goofy fantasy series it's okay. it doesn't take itself very seriously like game of thrones or lord of the rings mm-hmm. he he has a lot of fun with them okay. um it's by terry pratchett he's passed away but he did like 40 books in this series okay. but right. from what i've heard you can just pick up a random book and not have to know what happened in any of the other ones so i'll slowly work through those okay so as far as for reading, uh, I'm still getting going through my Miles Morales stuff. Yeah, um, it's going pretty quick. I actually okay. Everything I've loved about it, I've loved everything about it so far. But there's in my reading list they have the Unbelievable Gwynpool. Yes. Have you have you read any of the Unbelievable Gwynpool? I've read a few issues here and there. Can't get through it, dude. <laughs> it's just not my cup of tea. It's, I couldn't get through it. It's some out there stuff. It's 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 out there, and it's just too. Um, I think it's. For YA, I think it's really yeah. geared towards them. I'm just like, I don't mind some YA stuff, but this stuff just wasn't my. It just wasn't for me. A YA so, girls Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm like, eh, it's it's okay. But what I did want to talk about, and I'm gonna hold on, I just want to make sure I'm going through my list here, was the main crux of what I'm going through right now that all these books are feeding into was Civil War Two. Real quick. Okay. Didn't you give that a poor review? Yes, I did. I read the first, I think, two issues of it and gave up. Okay. Maybe you need to power through them. Okay. Maybe revisit. Because I actually I, I actually enjoyed it a lot. Okay. Um, maybe it's just because it rehashed. Uh, it's, 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 it's very like the first one, right? Where you yes. just have two different uh, opinions. So it's the same, but a little different. And the fa- it's just the emotional impact that miles has in that and that's why he's it's on the miles reading list yeah he's such an important part of it it's maybe it's just because how much i love miles as a character i was able to enjoy it a little bit more um that could be it because i came in just knowing it was civil war ii yeah. and just the way it was captain marvel iron man is like the yeah. the crux of it right and i think it might help that I'm not a huge Captain Marvel fan, so I was able to pick a side easier in this one. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't like Captain Marvel at all, really. To be honest with you, um, well, but and that was also one. that was also when the Inhumans are being forced down our throats too. They're really, being, yes, and they're forced down your throat on this one a lot. Yes, they really are. Um, but it gave me a new appreciation for uh, Kamala Khan. Yeah, I don't. I didn't like. I don't really like her in her solo stuff, and she. Uh, the show's okay, but I told you it's a little. She's a little bit over the top. Yeah, actress, because that's just who she is. In in the book, or at least how she's written by Bendis in this one, and then um, I guess it's Bendis for the other stuff for just the the Miles solo books. She's a little toned down. She's okay. still a fangirl, yeah, but not over the top fangirl. And she's really actually it's making me uh, endeared to her a little bit more. Yeah, so I'm in Kamala a lot from that, and plus. They're giving me, I guess, a perspective of Nova I didn't really have before, where he's kind of a jerk. He, yes. <laughs> in this one. 
Um, so I'm enjoying the, the, the I'm enjoying them as the trinity of a younger Avengers group. Yeah. Um, so my next one I'm I'm up right now, Jay. I'm going to Champions. So I don't know if you give that a thumbs up or not. I do. I, I read at least the first trade of it. Okay. I enjoyed it's that. I, I think it's cool that we get, it's basically younger. It's, the younger Avengers just get written off into saying they don't exist anymore. Kind of, yeah. Okay, because this is Young Avengers, and I wish you could get the Young Avengers and the Champions book with Miles and the whole group. Right, Maybe that's just the characters, and that make them a really big group, I guess. Right? Yeah, well, because okay, so. Young Avengers kind of fell out after Secret Invasion. I think that was the last time we okay. saw them, and they did a crossover with the Runaways. Okay. See, and maybe this just gets us back to you know, it's it's right along the lines of Teen Titans or you know, yeah. uh, what's Young Justice? You know, it's yeah. kind of that book that I thought Marvel was missing, right? And this is just it fills in that gap a little bit, I guess. Yeah, it does. I'm looking forward to that. And I, I really did like Civil War too. I really did. I, the art was great. Um, it wasn't. It was Bendis. I, th- I think it's Bendis at his where he's finally okay. He did okay, but it's the beginning of his decline. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yep. Um, I I did like it a lot. I do I do like Civil War two a lot, um, just because it was so mile centric. If it, I, but I think he was leaning. If he didn't have that up his sleeve to go and lean on Miles, it would have fallen flat. Yeah, it really would have really bad. Actually, it would have fallen really bad. Um, so but yeah, I'm tr- I'm chugging along there. I got the champions, and then I think I, after I do champions, I don't have very much more on my. I'll have to, I'm taking a break from my miles run. I'm switching over to a DC centric run after that. Yeah. So. But yeah, I'd, I'd recommend that uh, okay. revisit that if possible. I yeah, give it another shot until you get through it. See if it changes your mind. Otherwise, just tell me. Nah, it still sucked. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know about it, right? Yeah. But no, I feel good. I feel good that you got through some of those movies and you enjoyed. It. I knew you love X Machina. I knew yeah. you'd like that. So, but um, that, that's all I got on my docket, sir. Yep, that's all I got too. All right, and until next time, I'll all see right. you. See you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. This week's song is Blackmail from the Toronto-based trio On. <laughs> Yeah.
Score is I know it. 